Hello and welcome to the Beatles World Cup, uh, where we put 213 Beatles songs up on like a little, uh, what would you call it, like a little uh, wooden bar, mm. and we, right. we, we slowly shoot them <laughs> off like little tin cans in a cowboy movie. Right, like a circus fairground attraction sort of thing. Yes, because that's wow. who we are, uh, Jono and Rob. Uh, happiness the, is a warm gun, this, this, or a warm air rifle yeah. at least. Hey, it certainly was last week. Obviously, happiness is a warm gun got through. Um, and I just want to put my hand up now and apologize because I feel like I was a bit down. Um, You're down? Yeah, I was down. You're really I, down? I, I had my blues. I I had your blues. Uh, <laughs> and you know the reason why. Oh, dear. Um, or something. So I'm sorry. I was a, a bit down on last week's songs. This week, I will be much better. I I, I swear. Last week was an odd mix. Yeah. Mm. We sometimes get them. Um, mm. And this week, also slightly odd, but for slightly better reasons. So uh, let's yes. get into what we picked out last week, Rob. The four yes. random songs. We have Devil in Her Heart from With the Beatles. We have You Can't Do That from A Hard Day's Night. You have Across the Universe from Let It Be or No One's Going to Change Our World, the compilation album, whichever you like. Or Let It Be Naked. Or, or let it be others. naked, or the others. <laughs> and we have Dr. Robert from Revolver. Let's get into it. Heat 23 of the Beatles World Cup. This is a bit more like it. This is a bit more of a of a, of a good mixed bag, I reckon. Mm. Let's get into it. Uh, Devil in Her Heart to King Things Off. Yeah, cover version. We've had a few cover versions in recent weeks. Yeah. I think this one is saved by the harmonies. Again, nothing profound with things I've said in past weeks. And the guy's giving it some real effort. Uh, but that said, it's not an amazing, amazing sort of track. It's standard lyrical fare, you know. This girl's going to ruin your life. Oh, no, she's not. She's great. You know, very very common, very universal sort of theme, Jono. Um, I can't really say much more than that. However, it's just that early Beatles, let's do our version of what's current in pop over the last few years sort of vibe. Let's do a, a quick cover version. It's nothing special, but it's pleasant enough. It's got a nice little sort of tempo to it. Yeah, I've got two lines here on this one. Uh, right. Which is George George, George Lead. Yes. That's all it is. And also shortest ever Beatles Wikipedia section. Oh, <laughs> is literally, it? There is nothing on this song uh, on Wikipedia, which is always oh, a good source gosh. of interesting information. But yeah, well, there's something there, but it's, it's very minimal. There might be something about the original writer if you looked uh, looked them up instead, maybe. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I don't have much on it myself. Yeah, it's quite nice. It just add it into that other box of kind of uh, those early covers that, you know, weren't super Beatlesy just of the time. It's more jukebox kind of fair, I think. I was talking about a jukebox in a recent episode. I think this yeah. is kind of like you know you could hear it on a jukebox and it would sound quite right. But very much in the background as you're talking to friends. Yes. Eating your fries and your burger. Yes, exactly. Yeah. On Riverdale. Yeah. Rather than rather than, you know, last week, which I think was you dancing with yourself with a milkshake in your hand. Is it was it was it? 
Was that it? I've still got that burned into my brain, that visual image. Yeah, yeah, let's move on from that. Okay, let's move on. Uh, we're going to move on to <laughs> literally, you can't do that. Yes, you can't do that, Jono. Uh, this this is one of those bittersweet John songs where he's really laying down the law to a woman. Yeah. And what I find interesting is that the lyric is about the woman talking to another guy, and that's causing John the issue. But it's not jealousy that's the issue per se. He's worried that other people are going to laugh at him. And I thought, ooh, there's some real insecurity in this lyric. And I don't know if he's quite conscious of how much he's saying. I mean, yeah, of course, he's conscious of saying the words. But it seems to be really revealing something about something that's quite important to him. That being laughed at is, is terrible. Not so much that the girl talks to the guy. It's more someone might laugh at me. That's I, I know I'm getting all Sigmund Freud on this. You know, Sigmund Freud analyzed this. Yeah. But you know, that that was my takeaway when I re-listened to it this afternoon. Yeah, it is. Um, it's got some interesting like, lyrics in it, isn't it? Like, I'm going to let you down and leave you flat. Mm. Like it's fairly like, <laughs> and also just of course rhyming with that. You can't do that. Fairly controlling. Um, yeah, it? yeah. He, uh, as I say, he's laying down the law. So, so you can't do that. Was I saw this online? Uh, was voted or or sort of indicated as being the second most misogynistic Beatles song. Now that does not surprise me. <laughs> so there was a link to the article. Clicked on the link, couldn't get it. The link was broken couldn't like googled it and there was nothing that i could find on it so i'm just desperate to know what you think the most misogynistic beatles song is oh i wish you'd given me some uh, some warning for this question i could have come up with something quite funny probably but... have a think about it maybe we'll just cast it out into the audience and if you want to you know, maybe go on twitter we'll put the question up actually what what was number one if this was number two what was like the beacon of misogyny for the beatles in their song Mm. Let's have a think about it, and we'll come back to it next week um, on Twitter. Okay. Do it. Let us know. Let us know. Uh, yeah, this is great. It was filmed uh, for A Hard Day's Night. It was part of that whole um, concert thing that we talked a few weeks ago about with that Phil Collins was at. <laughs> like that yes. 13, 13-year-old Phil Collins. Uh, filmed this is been, the obligatory Phil Collins reference for yes. the episode. I think we're contractually obligated, obligated to have <laughs> Phil in the episodes now. Um, uh yeah, so it's filmed and never used. So, um, yeah, it could have been part of the movie, but was not seen as to be good enough. That's fair enough. Um, yeah, it's interesting, mm. uh, but not much. Okay. Yeah, let's move on. Let's move on to uh, Across the Universe. And for the, I don't know, for the, the pedants out there who want to know which version I've gone for, of, you know, there's a little bit of backing music for this. It is what I think generally would be seen as the version that most people would know, which is from Let It Be. Okay, so not the World Wildlife version with no, the animal with the, sounds. No. Okay. I'm going for I'm going for like the popular view here. I reckon most people would know it from that. From Let yeah, It Be. I, I think so. I don't think that many people bought the uh, No One's Gonna Change Our World <laughs> compilation are, album. There are so many versions. So you've got the World Wildlife Fund, which is the original, essentially. Yeah. Then you've got the the Glyn Jones mix then you've got the Phil Spector mix then you've got the Let It Be Naked mix and then you've got the 2021 mix there's like these like 
six different versions of this song, all at different speeds. <laughs> yeah, but look, I think it's justified because I'm going to make a big call here, Jono. I think this is one of the best Beatles songs ever. Wow. Yeah. Really? Yeah. When you, when you think of songs that are really universal, this is one of them. And I know to some degree it's just Lennon playing with pretty words and expressions and there's the, the mantra that's stuck in there, the, the Jai Guru Deva Om, you know, which, which means hail to the divine guru, if people didn't know that. And you can sort of break it down like that, like, oh, it's a bit of this and a bit of that. But I think it's bigger than the sum of its parts when it comes together. And the whole nothing's going to change my world thing is so, it's so quietly defiant. You know, I, I actually get quite emotional listening to it. I think it's probably the Beatles song that makes me feel the most when I listen to it. Is that weird? No. Okay. No, good. it's just, um, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's, you're, you're, you're putting, a, investing a lot into the, this particular song, which I'm, I can get it. I get that. Yeah. Oh, I think it's got some beautiful lyrics and it's just, yeah. And like, I'm a Paul guy and this is a John song, but I think this is really, really good. Yeah. It's not even on Rubber Soul. <laughs> um, <laughs> for me, the big question I already had for many years until I really dug into the lyrics was, who's Jackaroo Dave? <laughs> it's an Aussie... Uh, Sheep shearer. Yeah. <laughs> Jackaroo Dave. Oh. Um. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Hey, and also I forgot that Bowie covered this on Young Americans. Oh, right. Yeah, okay. With, I think John Lennon was involved with it. Either he did, played on it, or had some involvement in the recording of that. Pretty mm -hmm. sure. Because that was around the time of um, fame. I think. Mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Anyway. Um, Bowie had some good suits in that era, mm. I believe. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, it's also the first song ever beamed into deep space by NASA in 2008. Was it really? Yeah. I wonder, because I know when they shot off, they shot off something once, a, a satellite of some kind, and they put a gold record in it. Um. I don't know what was on that gold record, but you're saying the actual transmission of the, the, the song itself into, yeah, has yeah. gone into space. Yes. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. I think that gold disc, wasn't that gold disc um, had like sounds of humanity on it? Oh, so I it had like children, right. children laughing and dogs barking and that kind of stuff, I think. I hope it reaches aliens with a, uh, <laughs> a 33 and a third <laughs> LP player. <laughs> were there instructions imprinted somewhere on how to play this thing i don't know they might just eat it or something I, <laughs> um you know. it's another thing to put on twitter we'll send a list of what was on that disc um yes. yeah it is i th this is a great song um i'm probably not as invested in it as you are yeah. um and i'm still trying to work out exactly which version i like the most because there's a lot of overlay with phil Spector's sort of the most famous ones you know yeah, strings yeah. orchestra uh, vocals though I think the vocals were on like the choir was on an earlier mix or there was some some sort of backing singing on it definitely I think in the Glyn Jones mix which came out in the Let It Be deluxe edition mm. um, 
because this sat on the shelf for two years as well. Yeah, it's it's staggering because I think it's so good. I mean, I've just pulled up the lyrics in front of me. Like, Jono, thoughts meander like a restless wind inside a letterbox. That that is gorgeous. That's a gorgeous piece of poetry. You know, you you can just think think of wind blowing around inside a letterbox and how it's meandering. It's like yes, yes. It, I, I know I'm going on a bit, uh, but I'm, I'm not being silly. I think it's a really, really good lyric. I think it's a great song. I probably, this is probably the one I've been most effusive about on the whole show. Yeah. yeah. So nothing's going to change your mind? <laughs> on, well, we've still got a song to go. We do. So. We do. Oh, you should have You should have just held back a wee bit, you know. Uh, but hey, we should... Uh, let's talk about Dr. Robert, because I personally bloody love Dr. Robert. I think it's a fun little bit of something in the middle of revolver yeah well look i've long loved this song because it has my name in the title and whenever i dish out medical advice at work or whatever and someone will say oh thanks dr robert you know and sometimes they know the track and so that's fun you know because there's sort of this double meaning going on that that's good but you know that that's just a personal thing more more broadly what a fun little song there's still conjecture Jono, over who dr robert was Mm. There was this real-life New York doctor who'd give these so-called vitamin injections to clients, and I, I think they were vitamins. He did have B12 in there or something, but it also <laughs> had quite a the... lot of amphetamine <laughs> as well. <laughs> but there oh, are I feel great. <laughs> yeah, these vitamins are amazing. I feel like running around the block, um, you know. But there are other candidates as to who Dr. Robert could be, and I don't think it's ever been quite fully worked out. Um, but yeah, it's a cracking track, and the well, 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 you're feeling fine bit just breaks it up nicely, and it, it, it elevates it above being just a straightforward guitar track. Dr. Robert is a lot of fun. I enjoy it a lot. I didn't realise that um, it was not so much of a, as a dare, I guess, but sort of more of John's... Um, wanting to do I think what the Stones had done and I think Donovan where they'd written songs which were blatantly about drugs but um, you know were hidden enough was it Mother's Little Helper or Mummy's Little Helper that's the Rolling oh, Stones That that's about speed I think mm. yeah but that, that's in the day where speed was legal though I think oh right in the, in the early 60s I think you could I think that's what Mother's Little Helper was right that housewives could actually get these pills, like pep pills, and they were amphetamines before they were illegal. That, I'd have to read up on it again, but that—that's my memory of it. Yeah, that that it was legal originally, and then <laughs> was no longer legal after a while. Yeah, um, I just, I just think it's fun. It's sort of the sort of zany character um, who they've obviously stumbled across at some point. I think there was talk about it maybe being the, the, the dentist that had given them, that had laced their drinks with LSD the first time, potentially being oh, that person as well. could be. Yes, yes. Um, yeah. What's interesting about this one as well is it's a fairly straightforward song. Like, if you think about what, what it's in and amongst with Revolver, like, mm-hmm. it feels like a definitely an earlier Beatles song than, than its contemporaries within there. There's nothing too complicated about this one. Oh, hence my, my comment that it's a straightforward guitar track, aside from probably the well, 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 you're feeling fine bit that sort of gets in there and sort of breaks it up. Mm. Otherwise, it is. Yeah, it's like something that could be off, you know, with the Beatles or something. Yeah, totally. Lyr- lyrically, maybe not, but music-wise, mm. definitely, yeah. I think it probably just sounds 
slightly better because it's recorded slightly later so it's got more of a slightly fresher sound to it I don't know that's true too right well I think we're coming to the biggest anticlimax we've ever had I'm on, sorry on the show <laughs> no no that's fine hey like you know put your cards on the table Rob why don't you um, we have to pick a winner and just say it Rob go on I think you've said no, everything you need to say no, nothing makes me feel like across the universe out of these other three songs so it's across the universe well i'll put everyone else out of their misery i'm agreeing on this one i love dr robert i think it's so much fun but um across the universe has got the i don't know the the substance and the heft and the gravity Hmm. gravity there we go um to uh to to win this one definitely iconic iconic song Yeah, yeah yeah it's great awesome Hey, let's see if yes. we can get another iconic song next Ooh. week uh, as we pull out our next four random songs for Heat 24. Are you ready? I'm ready. Here we go. Okie dokie, back into the box. The box is getting slightly smaller now, which is great. So there isn't quite as much in there. There's still some, some big hitters in there to come. The, the box is getting smaller or the contents of the box? Well... The box is bigger on the no <laughs> wrong podcast. Wrong podcast, uh, yes. Though we do have a lot of crossover, I think, because there are quite I, a few Doctor Who fans that listen. Absolutely. To this. Okay, uh, first one out. Um, oh yes, total iconic song. Uh, starting off, Rocky Raccoon. Oh yes, that well-known number. Yeah. Uh, every little thing. <laughs> is it going to be one of those weeks? Is it? <laughs> yep. Real love. Oh God. Okay. Anthology. Right. The the last ever Beatles song, isn't it? Yeah, I guess it is. Um Bad Boy. A cover. Okay. <laughs> oh dear. Get your drinks ready for next week is all I'm saying, I think. <laughs> Yep, smoke them if you've got them, and we'll see yep. you then. Sounds like a, a great idea. Hey, look, if you want to get in touch, the Beatles World Cup at uh, gmail.com, at Beatles World Cup on Twitter. Drop us a line. Please do. Yes. Excellent. Talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.